recording? Yeah. Cool. Ready? You ready? Yeah. I'm do it. Welcome back to West Bev. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ariel. And this is your Beverly Hills 90210 podcast, where we break down every episode of the 10-season show. Today, we are talking about Season 2, Episode 6, Pass, Not Pass. Mary, what happened this week? As summer nears its end, Brandon finally has enough money saved to buy a car to replace Mondale, R.I.P., when he mentions picking up a cashier's check to pay for it, Jim warns him that sounds sketchy. Brandon goes and buys the car anyway and is somehow super surprised when it breaks down immediately. Leaving the car in the middle of the road, Brandon goes back to the dealership to complain and is further surprised when he doesn't get his money back and the car gets towed. Jim yells at Brandon for making poor choices and Cindy yells at Jim for repeatedly rubbing Brandon's failures in his face. Mr. Suter, the drama teacher, turns out to be super creepy. After telling Andrea to call him Chris and telling Brenda how talented she is, both girls develop a crush on him. Then he pairs them up to do their final scene for drama class together. Tension builds between the girls when it seems creepy Chris might have serious feelings for Andrea, which adds an extra layer of drama to the girls' scene. Dylan comes back from Hawaii and thanks the Walshes for supporting him through everything he's been going through. The whole gang gets together to dance the hooky lao at the end of summer luau at the Beverly Hills Beach Club. All right. So what you're telling me is nothing happened in this episode. Well, Basically. I was going to say, I have the Fox trailer so oh. we can see if they think nothing happened. Okay, let's hit it. Next Thursday. You're talented. Brenda's got a crush on an older guy. I like him. And he looks pretty good in faded jeans. I hate to break this to you, He's your teacher. She thinks she has the inside track. Which one of you lives closer? She does. But as the competition heats up... I had no idea that he was interested in me. Yeah, well, now we know differently, don't we? Guess who shows up at her door? Aloha. 90210. This summer, an all-new episode next Thursday. Wow. That spoiled, like, everything that happened. And also, it's like... It changes the entire landscape of that episode. For, like, it made it way more exciting. Oh, yeah. Oh, but my But that's gosh. the thing. They just took everything good that happened in 50 minutes and put it down to 30 seconds. Very true. And all of a sudden, I'm interested. Right? What is this love triangle? <laughs> and then Dylan shows up? <laughs> Aloha. Oh, perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love him. I know. How can you not? Um, but, yeah, basically, the whole episode is just... About Chris Suter. Yes. The boy of the week. The man of the week. Ugh. <laughs> but only slightly a man because he's only slightly older. No, he's he's younger. Younger than Gabriel Gabriel Carteris. Yeah, fans out there. Andrea's old. We've established that. And it turns out she's actually older than the teacher. I know. By like three weeks. Which still counts. It still counts. <laughs> and she also looks, my husband kept telling me throughout this whole episode that she looks like she's ready to go pick up her kids from school. <laughs> she is. Oh my God. She looks like it. And that's no offense at all. No, because they dress her like an old lady. And I feel like they took it up a notch this mm -hmm. episode to be like, well, she's interested in an older man. So, oh, yeah. so we got to pull those apart. mom jeans up even higher. Oh yeah. And give her more shoulder pads and like give her mom hairdos. Yeah, poor girl. Poor Andrea. She just wants to fit in, no matter where she's at. Yeah, well, she does get to hang out with Brenda a lot in this episode. That is very true. 
Yeah, we start the episode basically with them trying to come up with a scene. So they're like, which I want them to be friends. I don't know if you guys are rooting for that, but I want them to be friends. I want everyone to be friends. There's like, it takes two minutes to start this show because they have to introduce every single character. (laughs) That's true. I want payoff. I've been skipping the intro. I'll just say that. Oh, I've skipped the intro a lot unless like. I'm turning on the episode, and then I'm like, all right, I got to get situated. Uh I got to go get a drink. I got to get my notes ready. And then by the time all of that's done, I still have 30 seconds of intro. Exactly. And this one was not on Hulu. Mm -mm. So you had to watch on the DVD or whatever. But Mm -hmm. usually with Hulu, there's also a 90-second ad (laughs) afterwards. (laughs) You have even more time. I've got like... 360 seconds to get situated before I actually start talking about the episode. Yeah, I had to give up on Hulu because of all the ads. I was like, I don't have time for this. Sure. I mean, I sense. have to watch nothing happen. Skip. Because, <laughs> yeah, they're they're sitting in Brenda's room, and mm-hmm. she's, like, putting on that cute little blossom hat, mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out a scene for their final scene for the summer semester, and they're talking about... I don't know, something about Chris, because they're like, he's our teacher. Not for long. Summer school gets out next week. Which, that makes me wonder, was he just like a teacher hired for this specific one class over the summer? Yeah, because later he mentions that he's going back to Chicago, and Mm -hmm. I was like, you don't live here? Yeah, it's like, did you just get, literally just get hired for three months? Well, and how how does that work? How do you be a teacher in Chicago and then get a job in Beverly Hills for two months without internet. Yeah. And like, like, how do you get this job? (laughs) Did West Beverly put out an ad in the Chicago paper? Yeah. The Chicago sun times. West Beverly Hills high needs a drama teacher. That's me for only three months. Not even. Yeah, exactly. Cause like they got out, at the end of May, I think, and mm-hmm. it's lab- it's Labor Day now, so well, I guess that would be June, July, and August. Never mind. But still, it's a very like this must have paid really, really well because I just don't understand. But it's public school and it's summer school. Mm. Yeah, the whole thing doesn't make sense. But none of it fun. adds up. But basically, <laughs> this is the same thing with the writers' room of being like. Shit, how do we get rid of him? He's from Chicago. <laughs> we'll make him go back or stay. Who knows? But we just won't make him a teacher here. There was no point no in point. having him mention being from Chicago. Exactly. Like saying, oh, I got a job at the other place. And then like, oh, how are you going to bring your stuff here? The only point was saying that he had a girlfriend in exactly. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like, because he wasn't a scumbag enough already. Right. And he wasn't a scumbag enough for just like hitting on or potentially flirting or leading on two teenage girls. He had to then also be cheating on his girlfriend with those 16-year-old girls or 17 or however the old they're supposed to be at this point. Scumbag. <laughs> he sucks. Creepy Chris. I like the synopsis little moniker there. So Creepy Chris, that's that's just going to be his name. Yeah. Creepy Chris. Ugh. <laughs> Mr. Suter. Ugh. More like... Uh, you got nothing. Got nothing. Even his okay. last name is gross. Right? I, I, that's, that's where I was trying getting... to go. Like, yeah, because when... It's gross. You see Andrea in the bookstore and she's mm-hmm. like looking for scenes and in the drama section and he just like comes around the corner and he's like, how come I can call you Andrea, but you can't call me Chris? Yeah. Ew. Because you're the teacher, dude. Like, like literally, that's the reason. This is, and there's a power dynamic involved mm-hmm. here that makes it even more inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Hate it all. 
Do you remember? I don't remember if I mentioned this. Maybe I did when he first came onto the scene. And his last name is Suter. And it makes me think of in um, Sweet Home Alabama, Reese Witherspoon's character's real last name is Smooter. <laughs> and how gross that name just feels. I don't saying. think you mentioned Maybe it. Maybe I didn't. So cool but like <laughs> that's what it makes me think of is a gross suitor smooter name uh, yeah i don't like saying it i don't either tastes weird so maybe we should just call him chris creepy chris <laughs> maybe that was the whole point he was like i hate my last name so you're gonna call me chris <laughs> if you hate your last name don't become a teacher word right like ugh. yeah so they have this whole like thing because mm-hmm. yeah she's a student teacher dynamics i guess yeah like because andrea is trying to follow the rules ugh. as she should and that's, yeah, that's just, like, the whole thing with Brenda and Andrea and Creepy Chris, the mm-hmm. whole episode. But we got to talk about everybody else, too. Sure. Because Kelly and Steve are hanging out. And I love Club. it. It's the best part of the show. I told my husband literally at the end of it, I was like, Kelly and Steve, their friendship, flirtship, whatever, bantership, whatever it is, is the best part of this show. I love that she's got, like, what, psoriasis or something? Eczema. Eczema, yeah. that's it. And it's, like... Clearly, the thought of school is giving her hives. <laughs> I know. She's allergic to school. Yeah. And Steve is just like, what's that? Yeah, she's Let like, me hey, see it. What are you doing? Move your hand. <laughs> what you got there? He just like reaches over and touches her arm. She's like, stop it. <laughs> it's it's so like, cute. I could easily see some ad-libbing in this scene just because the scene was pointless, but only if not to mention what time of year it is or that it's almost back to school time or whatever mm-hmm. so they can bring up the luau. Yeah, because they have to talk about how it's the end of summer and Brandon's been saving up for his stang. Stang. Blech. I hate that word the, too. What's like, gross words in this episode? Suitor and stang. Blech. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you're almost there. You're so close. My last paycheck should put me over. And then Henry shows up with the paycheck. Right? They just, they have to fit everything in to everything. They I feel like it's just further proof that the writers mm-hmm. oh i just got a text from someone saying i'm listening to your podcast what cool <laughs> it just Aww. popped up oh my gosh shout out to that person <laughs> shout out erica Hi. yeah also well this will come out after this happens but congratulations on your new job oh yay what what yeah oh. nice everyone's having a good day you <laughs> yeah. do that thing <laughs> brandon got a new got all of his money god is getting a sting erica got a job it's all good all good <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. What was I saying? You were saying how it's just lazy. Like yeah, how like they the writers have all of these different things that they realize they have to tie up because it's the end of summer, and they're like, we're just going to throw everyone into a scene together and mm-hmm. make it happen. Well, I feel like the major storylines here didn't involve enough of the other characters. Like mm-hmm. They had to still make sure that Steve, Kelly, Donna, David had – Dylan even had screen time, but the main storylines of this episode didn't involve them. So they had to figure out like a way to still get them in the episode. Yeah, like Donna and David don't say a single word. Mm-mm. And then they were They're like, literally miming. I know. They were like, we forgot to give them lines. They're mimes now. <laughs> it was so fun. But I truthfully, I know we're not there yet, but I could have watched that. That looked funny. Like, they were practicing early in, like, when they were in the classroom, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure out what they were doing. I was like, why is David, like, pulling an imaginary rope, and Donna's just going along? It's like the early, because like, fishing thing, you know, the dance move, like, where you, like, pull. And see, I saw yeah. it as, like, David was practicing his <laughs> kidnapping women, and was like, I've got her. He's like, let me make sure I know this right. Okay, you just noose her, and then pull. <laughs> oh, no. I accidentally got it around her waist. Just keep pulling. It's fine. She'll get here anyway. <laughs> 
Yeah, so we clearly have that still happening, which is good. David's yeah. still a serial killer. And then, yes, yeah, so they skip to the next day where uh, Donna and David and Brenda and Andre are all in class. And Brandon is going to go get his car. Mm-hmm. And Jim wants to go with him and has his whole, like, well, if they're not willing to accept a personal check, should you even go? And, like, Jim, he's 16. Also, I'm pretty sure that's just how it works. Like, when we bought a car a year ago, we still had to get a cashier's check or something. I don't think anybody takes personal checks. Yeah, because they're less reliable, I think. Is that what it is? Yeah, because there's no guarantee there's actually money to back up the check. Like, if you get a cashier's check or traveler's checks or anything like that, you actually give the money to the bank, and then the bank hands you the check. That's right. Yep. And so we had to do that for our car. So it's like, I don't think that's out of the ordinary, Jim the accountant. Well, and he's a kid. Yeah. Of course no one's going to trust any money coming from him. Exactly. But yeah, Jim was just like, meh, 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 meh. Yeah, he was just more hurt. I mean, that was precious the thing. baby boy didn't he want was, him to come with him. Yeah, he was grumpy that he didn't get to go be involved. But at the same time, I feel like this is really like par for the course with Brandon of I want to go do this myself. I want to prove that I can go buy my own car. Well, and he's trying, I think it's an interesting thing too, because Brandon is clearly trying to be independent and trying to like make his own decisions and be responsible for his own actions or whatever it is. And Jim always holds him to that standard anyway. Mm -hmm. Like he expects Brandon to be responsible and be independent. But then if it has anything involving where, like I think, that's starting to backfire on Jim because I think Jim at the heart of it still wants Brandon to be somewhat dependent or at least like want to include Jim. And so now that because Brandon's getting older, it's like, he's like, Oh crap. I spent all this time trying to make him independent and responsible, but now he's actually like not including me and wanting yeah, he doesn't to need be his own anymore. person. Exactly. Well, and then there's the whole idea of, you know, they're going into their junior year. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only two years left before they go off to college. And, you know, parents start freaking out right around that time of, like, I'm about to lose my kid. Like, they're going to go to college. They're not going to need me anymore. Like, I need to spend as much time as possible. This is a big moment in Brandon's life. Mm -hmm. I should be there. Yeah, absolutely. And then they do bring it up later in the episode of, like, you got to, like, Brandon has a track record. With driving and, like, you're scared to let him be behind the wheel of a car again. Totally. And I think that's an absolutely valid point. Like, what we thought it was was just more of a control thing and, oh, my baby's growing up and things like that was actually, like, his fear was rooted in actual legitimate reason. You T-boned a car drunk at, Mm -hmm. like, 2 o'clock in the morning. You could have died Mm -hmm. and now you want to get back in a car again. I totally get it. Exactly. Like, most of the episode was not good for Jim, but then when you get to the end of it and you realize where it was coming from and, like, I love the idea that Cindy knew and she called him out on it. Yes. Loved it. I did too. But, yeah, once you get to the end of it and Jim, you know, finally acknowledges and expresses the reasons that he was feeling all those feelings, that made so much sense. Absolutely. And I'm glad they finally acknowledged the DUI situation. I know. It's like they skirt around it so much or, like, I don't know, like, mask, like, why Brandon's working at the beach club or, like, why he needs all this money or whatever. They they just assume that the viewers remember the DUI and they finally bring it back up in this episode. And I'm like, thank goodness. Like, you just got to call a spade a spade at this point. Like, he got in a DUI. He hit a car. Like, all this crap happened. And just acknowledge it. And they finally do. Thank goodness. 
Yeah, because that's another thing is, you know, Brandon goes and buys the car and he gets real excited and starts driving around and mm-hmm. then it breaks down within like an hour of getting it, which like, come on, dude. Even I know that you have to take, go take a car for an inspection. I 100% knew, even at the cashier's check comment, I knew Brandon was going to get bamboozled at oh, some yeah. point. Like either the car was going to get broken down, he was going to get a wreck, or it was going to be like a faulty something or other in the car because he's still 16, 17. So he's got bamboozle written all over him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this guy knew, like, I can take this kid. Yeah, I mean, even when you hear the him be like, oh, this guy's been really nice. He has held the car for me. He hasn't sold it all summer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like, no, duh, no. obviously. That's, he can't this is sell why. the car because other people know to look at it. And also, he found you as, like, an easy target. So, of course, he's going to hold the car for you, easy target. Yeah, well, and it's such an easy trope to have, like, scumbag used car salesmen. That's oh, yeah. so easy. So easy. Yeah, it breaks down. Brandon has to get a cab to go back and yell at the guy, and he's like, I'm sorry. I feel like you missed the part where you handed money to me. Mm-hmm. I gave you a title, and this transaction is over. Yep. And he didn't get a warranty or anything. That was the other thing, too. I'm like, I don't know how long warranties have been a thing or, like, if you know, like lifetime warranty or whatever has been a thing. I don't well, know. It's the whole like you know, three years or one hundred and twenty thousand miles mm-hmm. or you know, whatever it is. Yeah, like my car has a lifetime warranty on it for its engine. Good job, girl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's like you just th- these are things you do, but also things you do that you don't know you should because yeah. this is your first time buying a car as a teenager. So this is why you should have your dad with you. Probably. I mean, I'm almost 30, and I will still probably call my parents when I go buy another car. Yeah, like literally last weekend, I was coming back from Charleston, and I hit a thing with my car, like, on the road. It was one of those, like, you know, the big tires, and they, like, once they're broken, Uh, they spread out or whatever. Totally unavoidable. Like, could not avoid it at all. And it just kerplunked under my car. And I was like, oh, God, what's happening? And I was, like, looking to my friend next to me, and I'm like, okay, no lights are coming on. Nothing smells weird. As soon as I got home, I immediately called my dad. I was like, this is what happened. Tell me what to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have no idea what to do with cars. Same. (laughs) I know nothing about cars. But, like, my dad has, like, he loves cars. He rebuilt Mm -hmm. a car when I was little. And, like, that was his baby. And then we had to sell it, and it was very sad. Um, And then my mom sold cars Mm. for a long time. Okay. So, and she sold Hondas. Oh, nice. Kind of explains why I have one and have had one for, like, 10 years. Absolutely. Um, Oh, God, longer than that. 14 years almost. Oh, my goodness. baby. (laughs) I love my baby. Shout out to Paco. Come be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, let's record in my car when it's not 100 degrees outside. It's podcasters and car and cars getting. I was about uh, to say beer, but we can't drink inside of a car. <laughs> if it's parked, we can do whatever we want. Oh my Get gosh. Soup. Soup. <laughs> let's turn my car into an, uh, probably a lift. I feel like Ubers are too nice for it. Mm. Let's turn it into a lift, and then when we pick people up, we can only pick up one rider, one <laughs> yeah. rider, because we take up the rest of the space. Yep. And be like, by the way, do you want to be on a podcast while I drive you to your bar? <laughs> that would be awesome. That is a beautiful concept. That's a Isn't that actually funny, a really good idea? That's yes. a very funny concept. I think it's already been taken. I'm sure it's already I'm been sure. taken. But yeah. Well, um, Karen Kilgariff does something similar with, do you need a ride? They'll drive somebody to the airport and interview Yeah, but they drive, like, people they kind of know. Yeah. Because they've done, George has been on it, and then 
one of the guys from the dollop has been on it, Gareth, which was a great episode. So this one would just be strangers. <gasps> okay, so it's, this is basically the concept of like this Jerry Seinfeld's comedians and yes. cars getting coffee, but exactly. we could be podcasters and Paco getting faux. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> or it could be getting pies. Pies. Podcasters and Paco getting pies? Yes. Oh my God, that's too many peas. There's too many no. pops. I can't edit out the pops. Okay, I'll just talk really like smoothly like podcasters. <laughs> it was already popping. I heard it. Just like pies. Pies. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll embrace it. Pies. Yeah, How we just. Quietly, can you say <laughs> podcasters? I, I really like the idea of podcasters and Paco getting pho, though, because then <laughs> we drive there and then we get back in the car and like. All right, does anyone want to say anything? Yeah. I'm too full. I know, we're going to be too full and tired. Slurp in the microphone. (laughs) This is an ASMR podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if you have, what is it, misophonia? Misophonia. Do not listen to this podcast. (laughs) It'll be a warning at the beginning of the episode. Warning, we slurp slurp soup in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) We slurp soup. (laughs) So many P's and S's. Oh my goodness. so bad. It's great. It's perfect. This is going to be so hard to edit. So hard. But it's fine. Maybe we just don't edit it. We just don't do it. It just, everything goes. <laughs> everything goes. We're going to get like three lessons and then a bunch of one-star reviews and be like, stop it. <laughs> Please stop. For the love of God, stop doing this. I can't give you enough bad reviews. Just, no. iTunes only lets me give you one bad review. <laughs> I created new accounts just to tell you how much I hate the slurping. <laughs> okay, so maybe we won't do it. It's fine. Good idea, though. It it would be a good idea. Yeah. It would be a bad idea in Brandon's car, though, because he's in the convertible. The, the Stang. I'm bringing it back. There we the go. Stang. We're back. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, so he goes and complains about it, and then while he is in the parking lot, he later reveals to Jim and Cindy that he sees the tow truck go by with his car. Oh, my gosh. To the lot, and then yep. Jim is furious. Furious. Now because, I know where Brandon gets his anger issues. Oh, yep. totally. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, yeah, he, Jim is furious and he's like, how could you not take the car for an inspection, take it for a test drive, anything? Because truly a test drive would have had it break down. Exactly. And then he could have just been like, nah, dude, I'm out. Right. And then walked away. And now we find out it's going to be an extra, what, $250 to get it out of the impound lot. Mm-hmm. And then he has to pay to have whatever's broken fixed. It's like it needs a total engine rebuild. Yes. Which is expensive. It's very expensive. Engines on their own, even if it's not a rebuild, even if it's just a like fixer, replace, or like whatever it is with an engine, expensive. Oh, yeah. When I was, I think it was when I was still in high school. So... I got into an accident and we had to have a bunch of stuff done on the front of the car because I hit on like a corner. So I had to have Mm. everything realigned. Okay. And the Honda dealership that we brought it to to fix it was like the one our insurance sent us to and they messed up the alignment. Oh no. So it was totally off. And then I was driving and I hit something unavoidable on the highway. Mm -hmm. Been there. (laughs) Because I was driving behind a van and a ladder fell off (gasps) and like unavoidable oh my so i ended up having to go over this ladder and nobody believed me for years for years i would like to point that out no one believed me oh my dad was just like what are you talking about what no one believed me that stuff happens now every time i see a video of somebody like going over a ladder on the highway i send it to everyone i know like (laughs) you're like excuse me proof 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 (laughs) it happened um but so we ended up taking it to another dealership just to like 
look at it sure. to be like, she drove over a ladder. We just want to make sure that like nothing is stuck up there and going wrong. And that dealership ended up being like, it's a good thing that you brought this in and that that happened because the last place messed this up so bad that this car could have just fallen apart oh on the highway. Oh my gosh. And then they like got all into it and ended up having to do all of this work, including on the engine. And our insurance company had to pay for it because they messed it up in the first place. Thank goodness. And yeah, like I basically got a brand new car because I drove over a ladder. And no one believed you, but you still got it. I was like, you're welcome, everyone. exactly. And now Paco is sitting outside, perfectly fine. Still kicking. He's doing his thing. Yeah. He made it here. God, weird stuff happens to that car all the time. Like that little like flappy thing that flew off. That flew off on the interstate. We were like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, did I tell you about that? We didn't hit anything or anything. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, I was driving and a rock flew up and cracked my windshield. Totally sucks. I found... (laughs) Mary's like, yes, yes, it does. Concerned. Yeah, so it was like a little crack, but legally it was a big enough crack that you have to get it replaced. Mm -hmm. So I found this place that had all these great reviews and said it was going to be a lot cheaper than like Safelite or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. So we call them. They're like, oh, yeah, no big deal. Are you home tomorrow? I can bring a new windshield to replace it. So we get the windshield replaced. And then on the outside of the windshield, the like... I guess plastic seal parts of it that are like just on the outside of your windshield, they just snap on. Like they're really easy to take on and off. You just mm-hmm. pop it off, pop it back on. Well, somehow when they pop them back on, one of them wasn't totally on. Oh no. So <laughs> they say, like, don't drive the car for two days, let the glue dry or whatever. And then like three or four days later, we went to Falcon's training camp mm-hmm. and that's like up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So we're driving back on 400 and we just hear like, and something is going over the top of my car. And we're like, what happened? Yeah. I was like, she was in the front seat. I was like, we didn't hit anything. Uh-uh. Like nothing flew at us. I don't know what happened. And then I get home and the next day we go to Ikea and John like drives up to pick me up at the front door because he's super nice. And that's when I find that this like side piece is missing on the car. Oh, and I was no. like, what? So I called the company. They have to come out and like confirm visually that that's what happened because there's an, a lifetime warranty on the new windshield they gave me. And he confirms what it is. He's like, that is the weirdest thing. I've never seen that happen before. And it is so infrequent that they could not find the part anywhere. Oh my God. <laughs> they had I know, to, right? They, they were like, well, we'll just get this. Like, it should be here, you know, in a couple hours because I just have to run back up and grab it from the store, the shop, whatever. And then as soon as the guy leaves, I get a call from the shop and they say, no one has this part except for one Honda dealership in California. What? So I have to have it custom shipped here. And they were like, it's going to take like 10 days. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, what? Murphy's Law just coming right at you. I know. So yeah, that's my car story. Wow. Totally worth the like five minutes it took to tell it. <laughs> but regardless... You got opinions from other people, and if there was anything wrong, you had it fixed. Yeah. The beauty of comparative price shopping and looking up reviews and, you know, all these things, which I'm sure existed at this point. It was Auto Trader Magazine existed. Mm -hmm. Well, and there's still, like, yellow pages and stuff. There's, like, more than one used parts or used car dealership and but brandon whatever. zeroed in on like i have to have a cool car i had totally. the like mercury whatever mm-hmm. for so Mondale. long and then 
you know, now I need a Beverly Hills. Yeah, car. other people have Porsches mm-hmm. and Mercedes and BMWs and da 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 da. So I have to fit in. Absolutely. Yeah. And so he zeroes in on what a 60, 65. Some, 65. Oh, that's the same car. My dad had a 65 Thunderbird. Oh, cool. It was a really cool car. I miss it. I know nothing about what my parents had. That was the car he rebuilt when I was little. Oh, cool. That's the only reason I know. Um, But yeah, so he like zooms in on the 65 Stang, Mm. which was also a really ugly color. It was was not actually that cute. It was like pea yellow. It was like, I feel like it was supposed to be cream, but it was yellow. Yeah, Yeah. it was like a mucus color. It was really, really not cute. If it was like sky blue, I'd be all over it. Or like a green. Yeah. Yeah. A mint green Buick Skylark. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. I know. Um, but yeah, so it's like all this stuff. And then, Mary, did you hear the Latin moment that Jim said? Caveat emptor. <laughs> Buyer beware. I was like, Latin moment. It was so yes. funny, though, because Brandon just looks at him <laughs> and then walks away. <laughs> no other words are said. Oh, I just want to complain about Jim really quick because, okay, he's the dad. He could have just forced Brandon to take him to the dealership with him. Totally. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I am your yeah. father. I'm going with you to make sure you don't fuck this up. Exactly. That's a really good point because, yeah, I mean, Brandon wants to do this on his own, but you can still be like, I'm sorry, sir, you are 16. Yeah, like, like I appreciate you wanting to exert your independence here, but I need to go with you. Well, and you could even be really nice about it and, you know, tell him, like, I want to go because I want to go. I want to mm-hmm. spend time with you. I am not going to be all up in your business about this. And then when you get there, be like, you haven't taken this for a test drive? Can I – I really want to see my son's new car. Do you mind if we take it for a test drive? Like, yeah. there are really nice ways that you could do this. I think Cindy would be really good at being, like, the nice parent to go with you. Definitely. I think so, too. Because she would – unless it's you're going to a doctor's appointment where something might be wrong, in which case she oversteps. But – in this case, yes, I, I also think she would be good because she would stay enough out of the way and then step in when needed. Which is kind of what she was trying to do at the mm-hmm. doctor's appointment, which, you know, granted, did not go very well. <laughs> yeah. But the good intent- throwback. Good throwback. Thank you. The intention Callback. is definitely there. Um, yeah. But yeah. But so Brandon realizes he needs this 250 plus, what, $1,000 or something insane to get the engine rebuilt, and his job's coming to an end at the beach club. So he goes to the peach pit to try and, you know, get his job back. And you realize the peach pit is getting a makeover. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's I don't know what great. it's going to look like. I do like that they're able to stay at least somewhat open, you know, yeah. during the time. Like, they've got, like, the the cardboard. It's not cardboard. It's, like, plywood up outside, and then inside they've got signs everywhere. But it's like, we're clearly still open and functioning, just probably not to full capacity, mm-hmm. which I still love because that way Nat's still able to make money. Yeah. And he walks in and he sees the girl who replaced him, Lucy Lou. Right. I was like, I know this girl. Is it Lucy Lou? I and heard I the voice. Is yeah. it really? It's yeah. Lucy Lou. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard her voice and I was like, I know this voice. Mm-hmm. I've heard this voice. And then I looked it up, and this is, like, her first credit on IMDb. It's so adorable. And she's so good. (laughs) She's a baby. She's a straight-A student from Beverly Hills High. And Mm -hmm. then she knows how to use a tray instead of putting water in her armpit. Exactly. And she's extremely efficient and gives you everything you might need. Yeah. Oh, you like hot sauce? 
You might want mustard. That's kind of weird, but someone requested it once and I will never not bring it. Yeah, and and I don't know your taste. I'm not going to judge your taste. I shall give you everything. (laughs) And then you end up seeing that Brandon is sitting right next to Chris, who is just like, this is the greatest place that I've ever seen. Yeah, also another weird, like, pointless interaction. Totally unnecessary because, yeah, he makes a comment of like, oh, I have to go to class. And then you find out that they, you know, have Brenda in common. Yeah. Big whoop. Yeah, whatever. But then he gets up to leave and like immediately Lucy Lou comes in and is like, do you need anything else? Are you good? And which is adorable. And then Brandon's like, well, God, I was shit compared to this. I know. (laughs) And it's, that's the whole thing of him being like, well, I can't ask for my job back because she's so much better than me, Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. If you don't ask, you never know. Exactly. It's like, what is it? Um, you uh, you miss 100% of the shots you never take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Says Caitlin wearing a sports shirt right now. That's right. Sports. I love sports. <laughs> sports, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, he doesn't ask then. He goes back later. Uh, Brandon does. But there was one part um, when Cindy and Jim were like arguing. This was the only like side note I wanted to make. At some point when Cindy and Jim are arguing, Jim uses the word ass backwards and I just giggled. Like, I don't know why, but I just loved the fact it was Brandon just made a completely ass backward deal or something like that. And I just giggled because I, I don't know why. I, you don't hear ass backward near enough, I feel like. It's just, a, it's a great word. That's all. <laughs> and see, I, I'll be honest, like, I listened to that scene, but I got really distracted because they have their wedding photo on that one, like, dresser right behind them. And I just oh. kept staring at it, being like, did they have to put this actor in a wig? Like, did Probably. James Eckhouse had to have to put on a wig so that they could do this photo? Guaranteed. Yeah, they definitely did. I just spent a lot of time staring at it. <laughs> Sorry, James Eckhouse. Come on the show. Yeah, we would love for you to come on this podcast. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, Chris, creepy Chris, has to go back to class. And that's where I think we see David and Donna doing the creepy, like, serial killer pull. Yep. And then... Andrea is trying to sell the scene to Brenda and only sells it when she says that Chris recommended it. Exactly. And then she's like, what? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I'm totally in. And then she like immediately does a 180 and goes over to Chris and is like, I did really want to push myself with a blah, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. No one cares. And then, you know, Chris says something to her that she interprets as flirty, which I feel like once you realize that he's interested in Andrea and you go back and look, all of their conversations are about Andrea. Exactly. Or have to include Andrea. No, totally. I, I saw the exact same thing because it was like the very first interaction, you're like, okay, he might be interested in Brenda because he's telling people all these good things about her. But no, it's really just Brenda is like the glue to that. Like, so Chris can talk about Andrea to Brenda and then Andrea can talk about Brenda like or about how much Chris likes such and such with Brenda. It's like every point you're totally right. Like at every point, it's really just to like it's trying to be some show. misdirect. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Then once you realize and you go back, you're like, oh, it's literally all Andrea for Andrea, the Andrea benefit or whatever we want to call it. I like the Andrea benefit. <laughs> um, I interpreted it as him just being a creepy motherfucker. Yes. And yeah. Flirting with teenage girls. Well, that's too. All he the was, time. Yeah, he flirts with everyone. Homeboy likes to just flirt. He's so gross. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then after class, like they tie back in the whole Brandon ran into him at the Peach Pit because then Brenda's like, 
Oh, he goes there. He hangs out there. And we then must she go. and Andrea just plan to post up at the Peach Pit and wait for him to come order a burger. Gross. Like, y'all are being so stalkery. Well, and I hate this whole, like, I'm I'm really honestly sick of this whole, like, Brenda falling for a teacher. Well, and Brenda falling for older people. Yes. Like, it's like, no, she's got Dylan. She doesn't need anyone else. Well, <laughs> and they even call it out later. Like, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. But they do call it out later. <laughs> just like, anyway. So she goes and, you know, posts up at the peach pit and looks cute as hell. Mm -hmm. Like, I swear, Brenda's fashion was on point. Definitely. This episode. And then Andrea walks in and realizes she's there. And then while they're talking is when Chris comes in and they offer to, like, show him the sights. And they take him to the most boring touristy (laughs) sights. Well, and honestly, I know what the point of the scene was, but it also was just dumb. Like, well, the montage of them going around Beverly Hills and Hollywood. and I was going to say, it's Hollywood because the, the Chinese, Chinese theater. theater. Like, did you go see when um, Megan and William were mm-hmm. living in Hollywood mm-hmm. and they were, like, down the street from the Chinese theater? Yeah, we went. Yeah, because that's when we went. And we didn't, I had never been to Hollywood. I think John had been to Hollywood with his friends when they were living out on the beach. But, yeah, like, we passed the Chinese theater. We went to the La Brea Tar Pits. Yep. And, like, it's cool and all, but if you're just driving past the La Brea Tar Pits, that's not cool. Well, there's nothing to see, Yeah, really. You like, have you to have go to get in. out. Yeah. Oh, and they smell so bad. Yeah. I, yeah, they, yeah. This was just a boring tour, and the whole point of it was just to show Andrea and Brenda competing with facts. Well, and I refuse to believe that the Chinese theater has the best popcorn. Yeah. I'm sorry, Brenda. I refuse to believe that. Really? Like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, she hasn't lived there that long. Maybe it's just the best she's had so far. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Maybe. Well, and that was another thing I was thinking of, like, these teenage girls showing you Hollywood is not the thing. Like, I don't even remember where Andrea lives, but, like, I'm sure it's a big deal for her to get to, like, go into Hollywood, and then Brenda is just awed by mm-hmm. the fact that the Chinese theater exists. Right. But like, I feel like now if I went there, like no one would tell me to go to those places. Absolutely. Very specifically, well, I feel like someone told me not to go to a lot of the places in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, like, literally elsewhere. when I we visited Megan out there, like she was literally like, you should probably go here just to say you've been here. But otherwise, mm. let's just go like hiking or let's go over here. This place is better. Like, yeah, this is just a tourist trap. That was the thing. Like we drove past the Chinese mm-hmm. theater. We didn't. I think we walked past it we too past to go it. to brunch, mm-hmm. and then we went to the La Brea tar pits. But then, other than that, she was like, "Yeah, let's go hiking, and we can do this." And exactly, we tried to go to the abandoned zoo, but we just didn't have time. Nice. I think she and William went afterwards, and she said it was really cool. Probably that sounds right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like the whole car ride, they're just talking about different facts, talking about the best popcorn. Chris Nobody, doesn't care. Chris doesn't watch L.A. Law. L.A. Law is one of my favorite shows. Me, Me too! <laughs> lame. They're so cute. <laughs> we're cute. Yeah, we're lame. cute. They're lame. I thought it was kind of cute that Andrea kind of had all of the facts in history, and then Brenda just had fun trivia about, like, how good the popcorn is. <laughs> <laughs> that was all she had. That's really good food. Honestly, it's kind of like the difference in being book smart and street smart. Like, if you notice it, like, Andrea's got the brains and Brenda's got, like, the social skills. Brenda's got the food. 
Well, because yeah. she also mentions the Laverne shake, rattle, and oh, roll. Oh, yes, she does. I love Laverne shake, rattle, and roll. I love that she brought that back up. Yep. <laughs> so much of me, like, I did actually look up the Laverne shake, rattle, and roll to see if anyone ever came up with a recipe for it. Because <gasps> I was like, I need to drink this. I'll mm-hmm. do it. I I'll would. make one up. Yeah. <laughs> right now, by the end of the episode, I expect a recipe from you. <laughs> Mary is furiously writing right yeah. now. It's happening. I can see We're going to get it. And then we'll post our recipe <laughs> on social media. Yes. Oh, we can post a picture of all of us with three straws and oh, one shake. How cute. That would be so cute. Oh, guys, we're so adorable. I'll take it with my new Polaroid camera I got for my birthday. Oh, my Ooh. God. And then it'll look like we took it in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is working out perfectly. All right. Good ideas, guys. <laughs> we will never remember to do this. Nope. But it's okay because the thought is all that matters. Imagine um, it. It'll be better that way. <laughs> And then at the end of the quote-unquote tour, Chris says, which one of you lives closer? So she you- does. Oh, you guys didn't do it that time. <laughs> I wasn't ready. All right. And then Shh. it... <laughs> no. She's working on her slurping and soup. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. My bad. <laughs> what time is it? I totally did not mean to shush you. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Chris drops Brenda off first. Yes. Because she's closer. Because Andrea lives a billion miles away. Many eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I could not remember. (laughs) You know things. I don't know things. And he drops Brenda off, and Steve and Brandon are sitting in his room, and she just comes over and slams the door. Yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't really write any notes about that scene. I only remember it because now that we're talking about it, she is so furious that she got dropped off first because of proximity. Yeah. And she's like, he chose me or he chose her over Andrea and not just a her. Andrea is the, or he chose, I messed this whole sentence up. Oh my God. But anyway, she's all furious because he chose Andrea over her. She's like, not just any girl, Andrea, which is such a dick thing to say. That is a dick thing to like, say. Like, come on. She's just mad. And then Brandon's like, who? Creepy Chris. He's your teacher. Like, Yeah, like he's trying to be like, yeah, why do you even care? Yeah, like this is one of those times where Brandon's quote unquote white knight thing mm-hmm. like really works out for him. Because yeah. he's like, duh, that's kind of illegal. And gross. And why do you care? And Dylan. Obviously. I mean, Brandon wouldn't say that because no. Brandon's worst right but but yeah and then when he drops off andrea they stay in the car for a little bit and they just keep talking and it's gross and then he's like well i'm not gonna be your teacher after tomorrow this is kind of a difficult situation for me and she's like what is and then she apologizes when they kiss you didn't do anything yeah he's the one abusing the power dynamic Mm -hmm. to come on to you and then he's like you want to get a cup of coffee? Yeah, after our class is over. This Ugh. is totally less creepy. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I just not. don't like it. I just don't like it. Inappropriate. And I mean, ugh, I feel kind of bad because Andrea like so clearly wants attention from the opposite sex. Yes. And like, this should not be the way she's getting it. But also she says later in the episode how she doesn't let her guard down often, which is per, like I think that's perfect for her because she clearly doesn't trust a lot of people, but also she does want attention from the opposite sex. She just doesn't want 
I think she still wants to be smart about it. And I think it like weirds her out to have it yeah. because they build her whole character of being like, boys don't look at her. Exactly. She's even like though, invisible. Even though she's gotten Steve Brandon and an older man so far. That's so true. She's actually like, doing better than Kelly, than Donna. She's doing way better than Donna. Yeah. Oh, poor Donna. I know. It's okay. She'll have her day. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> With a serial killer. Maybe. Maybe she'll get some in-betweeners. We'll see. I hope so. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I do think it's interesting just how she wants the attention but like still wants to keep herself guarded and then but weird choice in who she lets in and she lets in creepy chris and then they kiss and it's weird and i don't i just don't like it but there was a funny comment like on their second date or whatever when they're in the car she's like <laughs> when you smile you're you get a little crinkle oh, and she's I'm got like, all these crinkles yes, on her i eyes. wrote down i was like girl you got the same crinkle because you the same age <laughs> I love looking in your eyes. It's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> if only you were five years older. Yeah, if, if she was five years older, she'd be a cougar at this point. Good Lord. God, she's so, I'm so sorry, Gabrielle. You're so old. I know. And it's not your fault you got cast as a 16-year-old when you were 29. I, like, okay, so we are that age. I'm the only one who's not 29 right now. Oh. Ouch. Don't remind me. I mean, give it two days. Don't old shame me. <laughs> give it literally two days. Oh my gosh. I found out that our like HR system at work counts how old you are down to the day. Whoa. So like. You're like 28, 360. I was 28, 11 months and 28 days old when I looked. Oh. And I was just like, ouch. Yeah. That sounds Way, way to worse, remind me. Right? Um, But like, I mean, I guess we could get cast as 16 year olds i think so i mean i could yeah i think i definitely could maybe not yeah i don't think maybe. i could I, I could be like early college yeah the thing is is like all three of us are not super super like do all of our makeup all the time do our hair all the time wear the trendiest clothes so it's like if we did do all that we couldn't be cast as high school but the way that we act and dress and look right now totally i'm wearing no makeup i could definitely be a 16 year old girl right now <laughs> well it's like you i think riverdale most of them are like early 20s like 22 yeah, 23 and that then sounds right. josie's really old but she looks really young yeah how mm. age possibly well yeah we'll see what happens we'll see my grandma looks good <laughs> it's all Just keep wearing sunscreen you'll be fine perfect love That's sunscreen that's the whole thing. Just SPF 30 or higher. Everybody. Yes. All the time. Yeah, I still get pimples all the time. I'm like, I'm almost 30. When does this stop? <laughs> Never. Never. Yeah, yeah, apparently. Ugh. But yeah, so back to talking about <laughs> the episode and not just about us getting old, which is depressing. <laughs> you know what we can talk about that's not depressing? What's that? Dylan came back. Yay! Yay! Yeah, he Aloha. does come back. Ugh. Girl. Indeed. Like, right? Aloha to you too, sir. I do love. So he comes in and Brenda's like, I was hoping it was going to be you. And they hug and da, so da, da. And then they go into the kitchen and he puts the lay mm-hmm. over Cindy and he kisses both cheeks. And Jim just like inches in closer. <laughs> I'm watching you, McKay. He's like, excuse me, that is my wife. Yeah. I've already been through this. Well, and rightfully so, because that Hawaiian shirt is working for Dylan. I've never seen anyone look attractive in a Hawaiian shirt until I just saw this. I'm going to be honest. If Dylan McKay came in to do the like two cheek kisses, melt. Yeah, right? It would like hit the floor. Just puddle. As would my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Sploosh. (laughs) God. (laughs) Just write that in there. It's fine. Uh, we can make a note of where I just made that huge laugh. 
into the mic. Horrible. Dylan McKay can put a lay on me, and then he can lay me. He can lay on me. Get it? <laughs> I do get it. <laughs> good times. Good times. Good times. Oh. Um, yeah, and then that's really all that happens. Well, no, there's the scene. Forgot about the scene. I don't remember which happens first. Is it Brandon? Uh, I think actually the car, or is it the scene? Scene. I think Brandon. the scene actually happened before Dylan, based oh. on my notes. Okay. Yeah, um, it did. My bad. Well, that's okay because I do. The only thing I want to point out is like when they're doing that scene, I was like. This is really good. Right? And then the slap. The slap was really good. And even the scene after the slap, when they're talking in the hallway, I was like, Yeah, she was like, There's their scenes together. They're so good. Yeah. They have so much chemistry. Yes. Like the high quality acting. So right good. Here. Yeah. Yeah, because she comes up and she's like, That's not how we practice the slap. Mm-hmm. And Brenda is just furious. So mad. Yeah, because that's then she's really mad about him and she comes home and then Dylan's there. And that's like, right. And she's all happy again. She's over Chris. Yeah, she's fine. But yeah, I just thought, just a quick fleeting thought with just watching it was just that their acting is actually like really good and I really like their scenes together. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know, they just have, like you said, they have good chemistry. No, honestly, that whole scene was great and like mm-hmm. I could just watch Gabrielle Carteris and Shannon Doherty pretending to be Andrea and Brenda in scenes together yes. pretending to be other people. It's like, just, I love when actors inception. try to be bad at acting, but then when actors try to be good at acting and they are because they're actors and they're paid for it and they have jobs. <laughs> it's like, it's so much inception. I love it. Um, yeah. Cause then basically after all of that, we just got to go to the luau, right? Yeah. I mean, Brandon, well, Brandon goes to the peach pit too. Oh, he goes to the peach pit and he talks to Nat and this is where he finally asks for the job. And mm-hmm. Nat was like, Oh, well, yeah, she gave me a ton of notice that she's leaving at the end of the summer to go to school, so I have an opening. Yeah. It's and like, Brandon's obviously. just like, you knew? And he's like, yes, she gave me notice. <laughs> Unlike someone. Uh-huh, I love that uh-huh. he calls him out. Like, know, he's still nice about best. it. He's still like, ha But yeah, of course you can have your job. But he I mean, still calls him out. Even Nat- if she wasn't leaving. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Nat's just awesome. And I think it's really dumb because Brandon was just like, I'm going to go work at the beach club for the summer. And I feel like it was left open that he would be able to come back and get his job. Yeah. And Nat kept that in mind when hiring someone else to replace him that he only needed somebody for a couple months. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he knows how to run a business, Brandon. Just get it together. Well, and, like, I feel like their relationship has been pretty obvious of if Brandon wanted a job, Nat was going to give him a job. Totally. Like, I don't think there was ever any question in anyone's eyes except for Brandon's Yeah, that he was going to get this job back. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I wrote, of course Nat is going to give Brandon his job back. Nat loves Brandon and is smart. <laughs> I wrote, I mean, duh, Brandon was going to get his job back. Yeah, obviously. Um, but yeah, then, then yes, then yeah, we're so back to the Yeah, so now he goes luau. to the luau and he's putting all this stuff up and he's talking to Henry and, you know, making, you know, buddy, buddy jokes with him and being all cute and whatnot. And then Kelly comes up to him and says, oh, there's somebody to see you in the parking lot. And he goes out in the parking lot and, oh, I don't see anybody I know. What's going on? And then the van pulls away. It's big guy. <laughs> big Jimbo. Big Jimbo. Big Jimbo standing there with the mucus-covered stang. Stang. Ew, mucus-covered stang. <laughs> what a gross description. I hate it so it's much. It's so accurate, though. And he's tossing the keys. Mm-hmm. And he's like, son, 
It was my bad. You worked hard this summer. I was just very nervous because of the DUI that you got where you wrecked your car. And you totaled Mondale. And Brandon's like, but dad, I don't drink anymore. And I think Jim is like, but I saw your mortality. Exactly. Like, like you're missing the point. It's not you whether could you die. or not. It's that you endangered yourself and someone else and could literally die. Yeah. And he was like, I have to get over that and I have to learn to trust you again. So I dropped thousands of dollars <laughs> to get your car out and fixed rush hour. Yeah. Like, or rush job for you. Yeah. It's like, I'm scared for your life and my health. Therefore, here's your car. <laughs> and then Brandon's like, good talk, dad. Steve Kelly, you want to go for a ride? It's like, how's not even dad. Yeah. How's Jim going to get home? He drove the car here. <laughs> he's going to go to the Luau, obviously. Obviously. He's going to go dance with like Henry or something. <laughs> oh my God. How cute. No, Cindy's going to come in one of her little like two piece short suits. Yes. <laughs> oh, so cute. Yeah. And so like everybody goes to the Luau except for Andrea, who's got a date with Chris, which mm-hmm. is where he announces, oh, I'm actually from Chicago with a girlfriend. I'm shitty. Yeah, that was bad. I mean, we all knew this was not going to end well or that Chris was going to be on here for a while. Like, we all knew. Yeah, this was the end of Chris. It's shitty. Because it's the end of the summer episodes. Right. Yeah, he was terrible. And then Andrea is so upset and she's crying. Mm -hmm. And just imagine Andrea, like, dressed up to go on a date with this guy. And then he breaks her heart by telling her he has a girlfriend and she, you know, kicks him out and starts crying, realizes she needs to be with friends, and has to get on a bus oh, to go right. to the beach to find her friends while she's crying. That sucks. That's yeah, awful. she shows up at the beach club and Brenda comes running up to her and is like, You've been crying. And I was like, How did she get there? She doesn't have a car. She was crying on public transit. Oh, so baby. sad. Mm. Sad, Andrea. I would rather her be on a bus and cry, though, than be driving while crying. True. Or alone and crying. Yeah. True. Like, I'm glad she came out there and, like, she and Brenda are, you know, immediately make up. No words have to be said. And Brenda's like, oh, you need to be with friends? Look at all your friends here. And then they all just have such a good night. And Dylan, even though he's, like, pining for Brenda and needs her back like even still is like all right well I'm gonna get like real close up on Brenda but I'm still gonna have an arm around Andrea so that she doesn't feel alone exactly a little weird yeah only a little bit yeah because they have the whole conversation about how Dylan doesn't know what luau's in Hawaii look like because he spent nights while he was in Hawaii dreaming about Brenda oh my god swoon baby hashtag swoon well and she then tells him like Oh, I was into another man while you were gone. And because Dylan is the most evolved, he He just says, so, okay, and? Yeah, no, I literally wrote, why would that matter to Dylan? He's evolved. Oh, yeah, I said Dylan is so evolved and he always will be. And his scar looks beautiful. I also (laughs) love that so many times people are like, isn't that Andrea Zuckerman? You can just say Andrea. We know who Andrea is. Andrea is not like a common name, or at least like said like that. Like if like Andrea is way more common than Andrea. Yeah, well, and, like, how how many Andreas do you guys know? Yeah. You don't need to say Andrea Zuckerman every single time. Maybe she's just one of those people that, like, like you don't just say, like, Brad. You say Brad Pitt. Granted, he's a celebrity. But, like, <laughs> everyone has that friend that, like, you say their two names. Like, I had a friend growing up in high school, and her name was Megan, but her last name was Graham. And for some reason, Megan Graham just flowed, and so she was always Megan Graham. She was never Megan. She was Megan Graham. 
I don't know if I have anyone that I do that I'm with. I'm trying to think. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just me. <laughs> but we had people that we were, that was their first and last name. That was their name. Mm-mm, I don't know. But that's but pretty much all that happens in the it. episode. My that's very, why I'm saying nothing happened in this episode. My very last note is get back together, Dylan and oh, Brenda. Right? Hashtag Dilda. Do we forever. think they're inching back together? Like, do we, are we seeing signs or? I don't. I ship it. Yeah. But I want I don't it. have hope. Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's too interesting to have Dylan yearning for her. Mm, I see. And pining for her. And I'm actually really worried that all of this pining for her is going to drive me away from him. Because, mm. like, he might get desperate or might get, like... He might get too pushy. Sure. Like... I can see it. It's like the whole... I have another Buffy reference. <laughs> it's like the whole Buffy and Spike thing where like he is so desperately in love with her and she like, you know, sleeps with him and like spends a lot of time with him, gets like really emotionally vulnerable with him. And then there is one episode that kills it. Oh, no. And I won't tell you because okay, I still dream of the day that you watch that show. I might do it. Who knows? I have I'll all see. of them on DVD. I'll Perfect. give it to you. <laughs> but yeah, there's one episode and I am not alone in thinking it, but it, like, drives a big wedge in between mm. Spike and Buffy. And there is never any Spuffy for me. Mm, Spuffy. Spuffy. I don't like that name. I know. The other one is Bangle, and I like Bangle better. Bangle. Bangle. Bangle's good. So, um, yeah, I guess that's Yeah, that's, that's about it. it. So what would you rate it, though? I'm going to give it a C. Yep. For Creepy Chris. Oh, man, you took mine. That's what <laughs> I was do. Yeah, you got there first. Um... Okay, I will give it, I still want to give it a C plus, um, because that was my original grade anyway. Now I got to come up with something different, and I'm going to give it a C plus for cream car that's not cream. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to give it a C for caveat emptor. Oh, that's good. See, I didn't remember that, but that's good. That's good. I got you. Yeah, thank you. Um, But yeah, yeah, that's about it. Creepy Chris, cream car that's not cream. Literally, I feel like this is going to be a forgettable episode. A lot of them are. Yeah, it's true. We call back certain episodes, definitely. I Um, don't think we're going to bring this one back. Probably not. But I would be amazed if anyone ever brings Chris up for the rest of the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's gone. Yeah. Nothing is ever going to happen. Even though he lives in LA now. Well, they might bring up drama class, but maybe not him. Just one more piece of evidence against creepy Chris the fact that he got a job at an all-girls school oh I noticed yeah. that Ooh. oh I didn't write it down but yeah I noticed that I was red like, flag oh, Andre you couldn't even be with him anyway because he's gonna go after more teenagers he's such a creep big red flag he's the worst Blah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gross all right what do we got next week yep so next week we have season two episode seven Camping trip. Which I'm super pumped for. Yeah. I know. I mean. Anytime all of them are all together. Like when the cast is the thing, all together, they are it's fun. all together. Yeah. This is the first episode, I think, where all of them are together. Yep. And it's super hangs. fun. Group hangs with the show are super good. I'm so excited. Me too. Well, cool. until then, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Back2Podcast. Or if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, any of that, you can email us at Back2Podcast at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-K-T-O podcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. That's how we get seen, and that's how other people find us. So go leave us a five-star rating and a review. And don't forget, we'll shout you out on the podcast. We love those reviews, so please give them to us. 
And I guess that's it. So from all of us at Back to Podcast, I'm Ariel. I'm Caitlin. I'm Mary. Bye. Bye. See ya.